Welcome to Book Delight with Chrissy Wright, the podcast where readers can be all kinds of ways and books really are magic. I'm your host, Chrissy Wright. I'm an elementary teacher librarian in the Pacific Northwest. On this show, I aim to connect you and the kids in your life to more books you love. If the idea of blowing up your kidlit TBR appeals to you, you're in the right place. It's the start of a new month, so this week we're trying out a new episode format. I'm calling it the February Forecast, a look ahead at the Kidlet releasing this coming month that I am most excited about. I listen to a lot of book podcasts, and one thing I adore is when they do these kind of preview or look ahead episodes, so I thought it might be fun to try one out with you here. I am not a huge advance reader. I have not yet cracked the publisher pipeline of receiving advance review copies of upcoming Kidlet, and frankly, I'm a little afraid of the volume I would be unleashing if I did. So what does that mean for these episodes? It means that I have read only a few of the books that I'll be highlighting, not most. I am anticipating reading them when they release, just like you. If we end up liking these episodes, my hope is to kick off each month with a forecast episode and then do a seasonal look back where we'll break down which of my anticipated books ended up being fabulous and maybe which ones flop. Now, February is a wild release month. A huge number of kids' books are releasing this month. I am not trying to be comprehensive here. I am not sharing every kid's book coming out in February. Instead, I'm going to do what I always do around here, which is share a curated look at the books I think kid readers will love. Today, I am featuring 10 books. I have five picture books, four middle grade, and one graphic. I am also going to do a speed round of next in series of 10 more books. I will not share in depth about these, but they're the sequels or the next in series that kids have been begging for in my library that are releasing this month. Truly, what a great month to be a kid reader. Today, I'm breaking down our featured titles into category and then by release date within category. Let's kick things off with picture books. The first picture book that I am excited for is called The Door That Had Never Been Opened Before by Mrs. and Mr. McLeod, releasing February 6th. This is the second picture book by husband and wife team, Mrs. and Mr. McLeod, who you might recognize from their debut, How to Eat a Book. I really liked How to Eat a Book, but at times when I was reading it with kids, the narrative seemed a little tricky for kids to grab onto. So I'm very curious to see how this one lands and whether they have tightened up to make a slightly more direct narrative structure. From first glance, I think they have. When you're able, take a minute to look this one up to get a sense of the visuals at play here. I adore door, the liveliness and dimensionality that they bring to the page in their art. We've got black and white line drawings in bold cartoon style 
brought to life through these splashes of primary colors and a cut paper shadow box effect. The layering and the use of shadow makes the art seem to absolutely burst off the page. That, paired with how they use capitalization, line breaks, and white space on the page, make this book absolutely zing to life. Their use of line breaks in the text helps to scaffold the pacing, almost reading like a bouncy poem in some parts, and their use of all caps makes this seem like the shouty, big energy read-aloud of my dreams. So far, I have talked a lot about the style of this one, but not at all about the plot. The basic premise here is that in the Grunion household, per the title, there is one door that is absolutely never to be opened. Got that, kids? Of course, one character, Geraldine, has a burning desire to do just that. Read to follow Geraldine's madcap quest to open the door and find out what happens when she does. That was The Door That Had Never Been Opened Before by Mrs. and Mr. McLeod, out February 6th. The next picture book I'm looking forward to is Lucky Duck by Greg Pizzoli, also out February 6th. I love Greg Pizzoli's art. He delivers the kind of goofy, big-eyed cartooning that kids just snatch from the shelf. You might recognize his work from the short graphic series Balonian Friends, from his recent nonfiction crowd-pleaser Pizza, A Slice of History, or from his many picture books. Here, Pizzoli is giving us some fairy tale tropes like an evil wolf antagonist, a pot of soup, and a vulnerable duck with the worst, or best, luck. This one conquers some of the same storytelling territory as books like That Is Not a Good Idea by Mo Willems, The Highway Rat by Julia Donaldson, and The Wolf, the Duck, and the Mouse by Mac Barnett, but it does so with Pizzoli's sly, big energy style. That was Lucky Duck by Greg Pizzoli, out February 6th. The next picture book I am truly delighted to be releasing soon is The Teeny Weeny Unicorn by Sean Harris, also out February 6th. Are you getting that February 6th is just a massive release day? You guys, Sean Harris's new picture book is here. I have been counting down to this one for months. If you had the pleasure of attending the first Cat Live book tour, you witnessed in real time how Sean Harris is a creator who gets kid humor in his bones. The setup alone of this book affirms that kid lens. Two things that kids love, unicorns and tiny things. Has anybody else's kid gone through a bizarre fascination with mini brands, those teeny tiny reproductions of products like Twizzlers? Mine has. <laughs> I digress. Here, Harris brings a fairy tale quest sensibility to his storytelling. In this book, Unicorn is tiny, but his family is not. Fed up with the largeness of his family's world, Unicorn runs away. Out in the wild, he encounters an extra teeny but extra salty gnome who challenges the way he sees the world. 
Also worth mentioning here is the palette Harris has chosen. The art is in pastel tones with an emphasis on turquoise and pink that the readers of the sparkly section of my picture books will just gobble up. I have big hopes for this one. I haven't read it yet, but my family pre-order will hit my porch on Tuesday, and I can't wait. That was The Teeny Weeny Unicorn by Sean Harris, out February 6th. The next picture book release I am highly anticipating is I Do Not Eat Children by Marcus Cutler, out February 20th. This is one of those books where the kids are desperately hoping that the title is a lie. From the second they see the cover, kids are hoping that they will, in fact, see characters meet a giddy, unfortunate end. The premise here brings to mind the comedic peril of books like Fluffy McWhiskers' Cuteness Explosion by Stephen M. Martin and Llama Destroys the World by Jonathan Stutzman. In this book, a big orange monster lurks on the playground. He assures the reader time and again that he would never eat a child. But with each page turn, another kid disappears. Read to find out the real deal. Would he eat children? With just a few words on each page, the art here does a lot of the storytelling. Kids love the giddy power trip of using the Art to know more about the story than the words are letting on. I am forecasting that this one will be a huge hit for story time. That was I Do Not Eat Children by Marcus Cutler out February 20th. Okay, my last picture book pick for you today is Pretty Ugly by David Sedaris out February 27th. This one is an attention grabber in the world of children's publishing for two reasons. One, adult humorist David Sedaris, yes, that David Sedaris, is entering the chat with his children's debut. And two, the art is by Ian Falconer of Olivia fame. And this book is one of the last projects he worked on before he passed away. Now, I am actively trying to not learn too much about this before I get to see it on the page because I have heard things like it is a shocker of an ending and Sedaris busts down the walls of what we usually find acceptable in picture books, but it works. I do not want that surprise ruined until I hit the page turn for myself. Critics have described this book as beautifully gross, and made comparisons like this book is Maurice Sendak meets Tim Burton. I'm intrigued. I'm also a little bit uneasy. I am not a Sedaris superfan. I just have not read much of his stuff, um, and it hasn't really been a hit with my reading mood at the times that I have tried. Pair that with my general unease at picture books that use body image and beauty, territory that is deeply complicated for those of us us who grew up in the 90s as their basis for comedy, so I'm a little nervous about this one. But pair that half cringe with a level of hype around this release, and you bet 
I am anticipating it. If you're a regular listener, you know that I love picture books that are dark, weird, and funny, and many of my trusted sources have said, Chrissy, this is it. Dark, weird, funny. So I'm looking forward to reading this one in a big way. That was Pretty Ugly by David Sedaris out February 27th. Let's move on to some middle grade. The first middle grade book that I am looking forward to is Across So Many Seas by Ruth Bihar out February 6th. I've been really craving some rich and fabulous middle grade historical fiction, and I have my sights set on this one in particular. This one has epic written all over. It spans the stories of four girls across four generations of one Jewish family. We're visiting the Spanish Inquisition in 1492, the Turkish War of Independence in 1923, Castro's Cuba in 1961, and we end in 2003 with a girl's trip to Spain to learn about her heritage and the shocking discovery she makes when she gets there. Wow, talk about scope. In this book, we also have themes of music and poetry and of girls wanting their voices to be heard across history. I've got my tea and my blanket ready, and I can't wait to read this one. That's Across So Many Seas, out February 6th. The next middle grade I'm anticipating is Heroes, a novel of Pearl Harbor by Alan Gratz. Also out February 6th. We're really going to have a teetering stack on Tuesday. In the same way that Dave Pilkey and Jeff Kinney make readers, I'd argue that Alan Gratz makes readers. He gives the thrill-seeking history buffs what they want. I kind of see this pipeline of addictive historical fiction series that a certain kid reader tears through as they grow across their elementary school years. They start out with Ranger in Time, they move on to I Survived, and they end with Alan Gratz. You might know Gratz from his books like mega best-selling Refugee or his recent cli-fi thriller, Two Degrees. In this one, Gratz tells the story of best friends Frank and Stanley, both of whose dads are stationed at the Pearl Harbor Naval Base. Things are all sunshine and comic books until the boys happen to be touring a battleship on December 7th, 1941. Yes, the day Pearl Harbor is bombed. This one becomes a high stakes heart pumper that I am predicting will be a home run for those thrill seeking history buffs. That was Heroes by Alan Gratz out February 6th. Next up, a book I truly cannot wait to put on the shelf in my library is The Liars Society by Alison Gerber, out February 6th. I'm not going to share about this one at length since I just reviewed it in episode 28 as one of my favorite books that I read in January. 
but I did want to flag it for you here in case you have not listened to that episode because you need to know about this one. It has sailing, it has prep school, it has family secrets, secret societies, a heist. It is the multi-POV page turner of my dreams. And again, your thrill-seeking middle graders are going to need this one. If you want to hear even more about it, you can go back and listen to episode 28. But for now, all you need to know is that you have to order The Liar's Society by Allison Gerber out February 6th. My last middle grade pick today is Max in the House of Spies by Adam Gidwitz out February 27th. I said I have been craving juicy middle grade historical fiction, and this month is delivering. This one has espionage, secrets, suspense, oh my. It crosses between World War II London and Berlin. And this book, protagonist Max does not want to move to London, but he's able to accept the move when he hatches a plan. He will become a British spy and then return to Berlin. Reviewers are describing this one as both fast-paced and funny, both welcome notes in kind of the more emotional landscape of World War II middle grade. This one also brings a little splash of magic. Max is accompanied on his journey by Berg and Stein, a sprite and a demon on his shoulders, bringing some levity and mischief to his mission. Note that this is the first in a planned duology, and it does end with a cliffhanger. I'm excited. That was Max in the House of Spies by Adam Gidwitz, out February 27th. The last category I have for you today is graphics. And I have one graphic novel for you today. It is called Wildful by Kengo Kurimoto out February 6th. I think this one is more under the radar amidst the big splashy releases this month. So I'm especially excited to highlight it here. I discovered it when putting together my starred review rundown for January. That's a resource I share on Substack where I put together a visual guide of all the kids' books that receive starred reviews and critical review publications that month. This one got a starred review from School Library Journal. The art here is big time moody, and I love it. It brings this dark and gloomy palette of mostly browns with this glowing yellow and vibrant pops of color to bring to life the plants. The emotional territory here is quite bleak. Poppy's mother is reeling in the wake of Gran's death. With mom experiencing deep depression, Poppy seeks solace outside where she discovers a forgotten forest and a new friend. Read to follow along with Poppy's discoveries and see if the magic of the woods can maybe help mom too. One thing I said I want more of in Kidlet this year is also book as object. And this one is kind of interesting. It's a graphic novel in a horizontal package, kind of like 
the book Saving Saria. So it's nine inches wide and seven inches tall. I'm intrigued. I haven't read this one yet, and I'm looking forward to reporting back. That was Wildful by Kengo Kurimoto, out February 6th. So those were my main picks that I wanted to feature and discuss kind of at length with you today. But this month is such an abundance that I also wanted to do a speed round where I'm going to share 10 more books, all of which are either a follow-up or a next in series of books that my kids already know and love. So let's kick it off with some speed round middle grade. This month, we're looking forward to City Spies, Mission Manhattan by James Ponty out February 6th. This is book five in the beloved City Spies series. The New York City settings here are especially fun, including the UN headquarters and the New York Public Library. My family will absolutely be enjoying this one on audio. Kids in my library will also be thrilled to see Finally Heard by Kelly Yang. Join the shelf on February 27th. This is the follow-up to Finally Seen, and it deep dives the downsides of social media, which should be interesting. I'm looking forward to Finding Bear by Hannah Gold on February 27th. This is the follow-up to the British bestseller The Last Bear, which my family read and adored on audio, so we're looking forward to reading this one in that same format. Fans will also be glad to see The Last Book Wanderer by Anna James release on February 27th. This is the sixth and final installment in the Pages and Co. series, which is a British book nerd time travel mashup. Next, let's talk some graphics coming out this month. First and unforgettable, we have Wave Rider by Kazuki Oishi out February 6th. This is the most anticipated book in my library. It's the ninth book in the Amulet series. For some kids, this release feels akin to how we waited for Harry Potter releases when I was growing up. Kids have been asking me for this book every day for literal years, and I just hope it delivers for them. Another graphic I'm looking forward to is Aeowulf of Monsters and Middle School. This is a spinoff from the Nico Bravo series by Mike Cavallaro. It's coming out February 13th. This one is Mythology Meets Middle School. I love Eowulf's character from the Nico Bravo series, and I'm stoked that she gets to take center stage here. The tween girls in my household are looking forward to The Love Report Volume 2 by Becca and Maya out February 13th. My tween daughters both loved and adored the first book, so this release is highly anticipated at our house. Next up, we're looking forward to Agents of Suit from Badger to Worse by John Patrick Green out February 20th. My investigators readers are devoted fans, so I'm excited to have a fresh release in this universe to offer them. This is book two in the Agents of Suit series. I'm also very much looking forward to Wombat's Go to Wizard's Wharf by Maddie Frost out February 20th. This is the second book in the Wombats series. Look, these Wombats are named Albert and Pickles, and that's kind of all you need to know. My readers loved the camping adventure in the first book, 
So they'll be excited to see the next one on the shelf. Last and also highly anticipated is Hilo, Rise of the Cat. This is book 10 in the Hilo series by Judd Winnick, and it comes out February 27th. Hilo is definitely a top 10 most popular graphic novel series in my library, and I'm always thrilled to give the readers what they want. I know the exact fifth grader who will be getting our copy first, and I can't wait to see his smile when I put it in his hands. That concludes today's February forecast episode. We had 10 featured picks and 10 more in the speed round. I would also love to hear what new release kidlet you end up reading and loving this month. If you liked what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and share the show with your kidlet loving friends. If you want more book delight in your life from me, Chrissy, the best place to connect with me is on Instagram at Library Chrissy. You can also follow the show at Book Delight Pod and subscribe to my free monthly Kidlet newsletter by visiting librarychrissy.substack.com. If you want more book talk from me between episodes, you can get a weekly Friday treat in your inbox from me by becoming a paid subscriber on Substack. For $7 a month, you are helping to pay the costs of producing the show, and you also get resources like extra book lists, roundups of books that have received starred reviews each month, bonus reading raves, and more. This week, I'm reading The Misfits by Lisa Yee. As we head into a new month, remember that whatever your kids are reading this week, be it graphics or rereads or anything at all, they are exactly the readers they are meant to be. How marvelous. As always, thank you for listening and happy reading.